Hello and welcome to New Discourses Bullets. I'm James Lindsay, and here on New Discourses Bullets, I give you a bullet point type summary of a single issue relevant to the woke Marxist movement. Today, I want to actually talk back to something I've heard from young people recently. In fact, I heard this on a video today, and it made me want to record this. It's something that I'm borrowing. This isn't my own creation. Uh, this is not a new construction. But what I want to talk about is that there are four different types of purchasing arrangements or uh, purchasing dispositions, if you will, and that uh, boil down to two simple questions. Who's paying and who's consuming? In other words, they boil down to two simple considerations, which are cost and quality. And the reason that I want to do this is because I keep hearing these young socialist inclined kids, and I say kids, meaning under 30, really. And what I keep hearing them say is things like that the government should provide all of the necessary, uh, all, all of the needs of life for people. So whether that's food, whether that's shelter, these are things they actually literally listed food, shelter, uh, you know, medical care, any basic need in life. I don't know if that's going to eventually include entertainment, like the latest video game, Netflix, so that they don't get bored. I don't know what it's going to include for them, but it's very easy to see how the so-called basic needs that should be provided as they believe for free, which is false. It's being provided by a pot of everybody's money that's being paid through taxes, being collected off of our work. Um, they believe that these things should be provided for free by the government. And I think that they haven't understood that there are kind of three different positions from which purchases can be made, which creates four different types of purchasing options. These are first person, second person, and third person. And first person, second person, and third person, person decision-making options um, interact with the cost and quality questions in different ways. And these four different paradigms are um, something I don't think that the, 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 the young people who are thinking that the government should provide these things have thought through or they realize what the government is. And so uh, in regard to these kinds of purchases. And so let me start with the first person decision making. Uh, in a first person decision making process or purchasing decision, you actually are concerned with cost and quality because you are the purchaser, so you care about cost. You are the consumer, so you care about quality. And so what you're going to do is you're going to decide the amount of money you're willing to spend for a particular kind of you know, product, whether it's you know, standard, whether it's stuff you just need, something to get by, or whether it's a treat or whatever else. And you're going to solve the trade-off between cost and quality for yourself. Maybe you're going to buy yourself that really nice cup of coffee with all the bells and whistles and whatever, and it's more expensive or you're in an airport and you're going to have to pay more because you're in an airport. And um, you're going to decide that that's worth it, but that's your decision. You're going to do the trade-off between cost and quality. Maybe you decide you Aren't, you need some coffee, but you're just not feeling like that $9 splurge for a cup of coffee and you get your $2.50 standard cup or whatever. Maybe you go out to a really nice dinner. Maybe you just go grab something simple. Maybe you get the ingredients and cook at home. Whatever it happens to be, you are solving the cost quality question for yourself. And your goal is to get the highest quality for the lowest cost in every single case. And then it's, it's just a matter of solving that trade-off. But you are the person who both consumes and who pays. 
and therefore you are the person who cares about cost and making it as small as possible and quality and making it as high as possible, thus making you your own advocate. This is the logic, by the way, of kind of simple capitalism. Now, a second person decision-making can happen in two different ways. You are either purchasing, in which case you care about cost, but for somebody else, so you don't care as much about quality, or you are uh, consuming, but somebody else is purchasing. So you care a lot about quality, but you don't care that much about cost. So let's walk through these kind of individually one after the other. So in one type of second person purchasing decision, it's very simple. Um, you're going to go and you're going to buy a cup of coffee for somebody else. Okay. And it turns out this is going to be your corporate monopoly situation. You're going to buy a cup of coffee for somebody else. You care about cost, but you're not going to drink it. So you're going to pick something pretty cheap. You're going to get the cheapest thing you think you can get away with, with that person because they're going to consume it. You don't have to you don't have to consume it, you know, so you have much less, your only care about quality is in terms of how it's going to reflect upon you with that person. Now, if you're a corporate monopoly, you don't care at all what the people think. They don't have another option. They can't go anywhere else. They can't, you know, get mad at you or have any effect whatsoever. And so all you care about is that your cost is as low as possible and you don't care about the quality. So that's a bad situation. And that's the one that they pull people, these kids, into kind of the socialist circumstance. This is the one where they're saying this is how it really kind of works. The corporation's trying to keep its costs as low as possible, and they don't care if they give you bad stuff. The other option is that um, somebody's buying a cup of coffee for you, and they're like, yeah, it's on me, whatever you want. And if you really believe that they say whatever you want, they want to treat you, then you're going to pick probably something fairly nice, something kind of expensive. Uh, you're out to dinner. All of a sudden, they're like, get anything you want on the menu, that steak that you were, you were definitely eyeing the chicken sandwich, and it was like $12, and now that $46 steak looks pretty good uh, because somebody else is paying. Because you care about quality. You want the better meal. You want the better cup of coffee, but you didn't really want to pay for it. It's not really worth it to you in that cost versus... Uh, quality trade-off decision, but if somebody else is paying, it's not your money. What do you care? And your only concern then is whether or not you're going to offend the person. Okay. So second person decision-making, you have one person cares about the cost and the other person cares about the quality. In first person decision-making, both people care, or you, there's only one person. So you care about both the cost and the quality. Okay. So you see how already we have this breakdown between cost and quality. And like I said, the corporate monopoly situation is that the person shouldering the cost, uh, has all the power and therefore they're not going to focus on quality. They're going to focus on making sure the cost is as low as possible. Third person decision-making is what the government does. Why? Because third person purchasing decisions are made when it's somebody else's money. So you're not paying and you're also not consuming. You're not the one that's getting the product. So your typical government bureaucrat, that's what a bureaucrat kind of is by definition, is somebody who makes third purchase, third person decisions uh, for, for others. They're not bound. They have no skin in the game. If it's, say, it's a department of, of meeting coffee needs that's formed by the government, people need coffee. The kids think that somebody should pay for that. The government should provide your basic coffee. Well, they have no particular incentive to give you good coffee because they're not consuming it. Whatever will do. Whatever's good enough. Whatever. Just get it done. 
And if there's not any real accountability, the, the young left people think that there's way more accountability against the government than there actually is, especially against bureaucratic government where there's virtually no accountability. It's not all elected officials. You can't actually easily replace some bureaucrat that works in the government. That person is going to make your decisions for you. They're going to decide what coffee you're going to have. They're going to decide what food you're going to have. And they're going to do it via kind of whatever satisfies uh, the moment. Um, somebody that lobbied to get that opportunity to be the vendor, you know, regardless of quality, nobody, nobody, the, 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 so somebody could show up with a box of rotten tomatoes or stale coffee, sell it to the government bureaucrat. The government bureaucrat doesn't really care. It's tomatoes, it's coffee, it's whatever. Okay. Cause they're not going to consume it. They don't care. It's not for them. And then on the other hand, they're not spending their own money. They have no real concern about cost, except in terms of whatever level of accountability they have on them. This is why there's so much wasteful spending we find in the government. They're spending somebody else's money. They don't care. So when you're saying that it should be free, what you mean is it should be spent, uh, other people's money that's collectively put together should be spent on it. But there's no incentive in a third party. I'm not saying that they never do the right thing. I'm saying that there's no particular incentive in a third party decision-making purchasing decision for them to minimize cost or to maximize quality for that cost. There's that, that trade-off equation is there, there's no incentive to solve it. Well, in a first person decision, the, there, there's an, all of the incentive is to solve that question. Well, how do you get the maximum quality for the lowest cost in a third person decision? That's you as an individual making your decision. In a third person where the government's making that decision, there's no incentive to solve that question. Well, that trade-off. Sometimes you might, sometimes you won't. There's a reason that the so-called government cheese is a meme for terrible quality. And the reason is that the government cheese is some fake cheese product that the government can buy probably at an over in an overpriced lot from some corporate contract that they signed where they're buying crap because no, nobody in the government is actually going to eat it. They have a regular job. They're going to get regular food. You don't want the, the Soviet, it's the Russian word for council. You don't want the government council deciding what you're going to have because they have no incentive to solve that trade-off in a, in a good way. That middle position, the second person purchasing decision, uh, there is a degree of accountability there. And that accountability is in the fact that one party doesn't want to offend the other. And so if I go out to dinner, for example, and somebody says, get whatever you want on the menu in the back of my head, I'm thinking they probably going to get pissed if I order like a bottle of $300 champagne and then a big stack of oysters and a huge ass steak. They're pro and then a nice fancy, like that crazy $28 dessert that nobody needs. They're probably, they said, get whatever you want, but they probably mean within reason. And so I have the possibility of offending that relationship if it's one-on-one. -on -one. And similarly, if I, you ask, if I say, I'm going to go buy you a cup of coffee, I'll be right back. And I come back and I got myself something pretty nice and I got you something really shitty. You're probably going to be like, what the hell, man? And then I'm going to be all like, well, you should be grateful that I got you anything at all, blah, blah, blah. And you get this whole like toxic situation that accountability, but notice though that I've given this example. These are, these are kind of individuals. It's, it's an individual buying coffee or dinner for another. I'm not talking about a faceless organization like a corporation, right? And you will, what you'll find is that that accountability evaporates the bigger and more faceless the entity becomes. A corporation has very, very little accountability and it has none if it has no competition. The way that you enforce that second party 
decision-making with a corporation, which is not a person, is that you say, just like with your friend, if your friend alienates you by bringing you raunchy coffee, you don't let your friend do that again. In the business world, what that amounts to is you choose a different business. You go to a different corporation to sat or a different different company to satisfy that particular want, so that you can, as your first, and you do that from the position of being actually in a first person decision making process. So, you, I, I share all this because I want the the younger generation to understand the one that's calling out for socialism, that there are different kinds of arrangements to the cost quality trade off. How do you maximize quality for the lowest cost, which is a no brainer in terms of what you are aiming for in any purchasing decision. That's literally the point of a purchasing decision. And when you get those things right, you actually end up in a positive sum game. In the idea where you have a socialist system where the government is paying for everything so that you as the, the point of consumer believe it's free because you forgot that you paid your taxes at the end of the year. When you have that, you have no incentive to solve that equation optimally. You have no incentive whatsoever. And so what you're going to find is diminishing quality and increasing costs as the natural kind of corruptions take over. And this is why the government should be put in charge, not necessarily of nothing, but of only that which the private sector cannot do better. This is the basis for a sound and reasonable mixed economy. If you're a fan of those things, and if you're left-leaning young person, you certainly are, and you think you want more socialism, but you don't. You actually do not. What you actually want is you want regulation on that second-party exchange that's becoming monopolistic so that it can't become exploitative. And the financial sector and the tech sector are the kind of the worst offenders, and that's kind of creating this sort of, I don't know, trickle-down um, exploitation that's happening that needs to be sort of con controlled and dealt with so that you can put the first person decision-making process back in your hands as often as possible. To use the word of the century, nobody's a better stakeholder for your own interests than you are. You, the, the, the myth that you've been sold that people vote or purchase against their own interests, people make mistakes. That's true. But that doesn't change the fundamental fact that they are actually the best advocates for their own interests. And in particular, in purchasing decisions, they're the best advocates for optimizing that quality versus cost uh, equation as possible. What you have to do is protect against exploitative business practices. I think we can agree on that. And to, the best way to do that is to nourish and foster competition, which creates a strong pressure at the level of these corporate or company entities to to do the best that they can to offer the best product at the best price. Uh, it's when competition falls away that you have the problem. And that third-party decision-making, the more stuff you hand to the government, the less competition there is. There is no competition. This is also a lie. The government has no competitor. And uh, where it has a competitor, usually the private sector ends up beating it out. Uh, the only thing that it can offer is subsidy, which means that it's using somebody else's money to pay for something, in which case you fall into the third-person purchasing trap. So wanted to make that more clear for people. I want people to start thinking about these things a little bit more, a little bit more savvy, and in particular young people. Uh, you do not want the government paying for your food or your coffee or your living. You don't want to live in the projects. There's a reason that they suck. You don't want to live there. They will not get better by everything becoming the projects. You don't want that. So I just want to add a little clarity. I think this is a useful exploration about the different types of purchasing decision positions that you can be in first person, second person, and third person.